Hey everyone, welcome to the Thunk Tank Podcast. Welcome to our wedding planning episode, how to plan, in fact, the ultimate wedding, your perfect day. It is with great reverence and also... Honor. Honor. I'll include honor, but also... Love. Love. That we bring you our our experience about how to plan a wedding. There are a lot of do's, there are a lot of don'ts. Do you need a tissue, Joe? Yeah, I'm just... Are you getting worked up? This music really, really does it. uh, True love will find you in the end. And it will find you here on this, I would say, our best episode. So It won't find you on your iPad. No, it won't find you on your iPad in the toilet room. It won't find you... In the shirt in your dirty laundry bin that always gets abused with the latest porn come swabbing cleanup session. It won't find you there. It'll find you in the bond that you make forever forever and that's what weddings are about it's unfortunate that you have to stress about how to throw a wedding so we wanted to put together a checklist of 10 things that will get you through this turbulent time and get you to the other side of marriage which is true love true love happiness getting fat starting (laughs) to hate each other and then death and eventually death If you find this checklist valuable, I hope you'll consider supporting our work on Patreon for as little as $1 per checklist item. Patreon.com slash Thunk Tank Podcast. We do get into it. You know, we get into the depth of what weddings mean. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Anything else, Joe? We love you. Good night and good luck. Attention humans, this is a Thunk Tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Welcome, come into our, come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. And we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. So just say three, two, one. You say it into my mic. Now. Three, one, two. All right. Uh, here wait, 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 wait. Com- here, here comes, comes the thunk. All dressed in beer. Here comes the thunk. And come marry me. Thunk, thunk, thunk. All right. So you probably clicked on this because you're... <laughs> planning a wedding and you want to know how to do it what's the in ins and outs? oh my god i can't they probably clicked expert, on it because it was a mistake first of all oh, and i'm all about the clickbaity title it, i understand i was why gonna say and it, it was now, titled yeah. whatever we decided to title it amidst our dementia so welcome thank you for joining us and we I mean, are yeah. wedding experts of a sort because we just came from a wedding this past weekend. I thought it was a pretty good wedding as I think, far as weddings i go. think we gained a lot of valuable wedding experience wouldn't you say uh, johnny I, 
I, I mean, we could talk more generally about them first, but I think that you should analyze that wedding in two parts because there was okay. the service, which was really nice and classy and well done, and then there was the like catering side of it, which was atrocious. Oh, that was a disaster. And then the but rage fest. Generally, <laughs> which considering well, that part was great, but it like so it, it depends. If that was a wedding where I didn't care about any of the people there, I would have been miserable. But like, I actually liked the people involved. So, uh, isn't that what every the, wedding the comes The ceremony down to? was nice, but the yeah. food was. If I was just there for a meal and like I hated that side of my family, but I was there because I had to be because aunt so and so or whatever, I would have been very annoyed. Well, by this that gets wedding. into the premise of what's up with weddings. I mean, come on, people, why are you getting married? But I think I said this to Gat um, before the wedding. Like when you're in the friend group of the wedding, mm. it's a way more fun experience oh, than, than if you're family? just a cousin that's showing up to the wedding. Yeah, because the oh, cousins yeah. are like, who are those crazy motherfuckers that are friends with yeah. the groom? And you're often closer because <laughs> sometimes you go to a distant family wedding, and the friends actually sometimes know the person who's getting married kind of better than you do even. Totally. Because they hung out all through college right. and after. That was yeah. their college bud or yeah. their work bud or whatever else, right? Yeah, and that's, that's the ideal situation. And also, it depends, I think, on your personal relationship status. Because uh, this is great because we're single, dating, and married between the three of us, so we have a full range of perspectives on this. Oh, I thought you said that all as one thing, that we're single, no, we're also dating, as, uh, and we're also married. <laughs> at, at us, it depends on the state. But us yeah. as, uh, as thunkers... Oh, yeah, that's true. We do have the full so, spectrum. Like, I, having been married yeah. for a few years already, there's no best. pressure at a wedding. Especially if me and my wife know people, if we're the friends at the wedding, because it's not like I, it's her family or it's my family, and we have to protect each other or run interference on the other's family members. That's a thing, you know. Like keep that so and so uncle away from me, or if that bitch so and so says something to me, like that's a thing that happens. Like you just I don't mean like your side. You, you, don't you already like have a whole baggage of like. Right, of things you, yeah. you have to go in ready for tactically. If it's a thing where we're friends and our friends are there, like Kara and I were able to just split up. We weren't really, we didn't really hang out together. Yeah, you're saying that at friends. certain weddings you have to form an agreement and say like, "Hey, don't leave me alone," and stick together. Right, and this wasn't one of those, so it's great. Whereas I think if you're single, there's that extra stress sometimes of being like trying to find someone to bring to the wedding or trying to hook up with somebody at the after party. Oh, I didn't feel any of that stress. Well, that's because I was there, and you just—that's true. You and Kara and Luke were kind of my, and Gat were kind of my, my. Well, that's just his go point. Is yeah. and of uh, uh, and I, oh, I can't name anybody else off the top of my head. Like for liability, I, I mean, I mean, like just all the other people you knew there. That there were plenty oh, yeah. of people, plenty that, of people to bounce that, off. Like, oh, where did Luke get? Johnny, Car like if we well, all almost, disappeared, you'd be like, all right, I'll hang out with Drew. Somebody, then, somebody said the first day that it's it's almost it, it almost has the feel of a music festival or something because that's that's what it was like when we went to the the fish fest years ago where you know you're gonna find somebody who it's playtime. Oh yeah, it's, it's, so it's scheduled. Yeah. Hang out with them. It's scheduled playtime, which is the whole point of adults going to music festivals. Uh, we're gonna take three days to get great. together yeah. with no yeah. responsibility. Is whereas if you come visit me in my apartment, I still have to get groceries. I still have to maybe go to work or walk my dog. Right, right, right. You know, I'm yeah, still I'm still inhabiting my real world. You don't even world, have to make your bed you at not. a wedding because like the hotel people do that. Right, it's not the yeah, real world anymore. Yeah. It's party vacation world with your friends. Some yeah. if you if it's a good wedding. By the way, the Labriola's hotel room became like a Labriola room in less than 24 <laughs> hours. I would say in less than 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, wait, wait came, can I you describe what that entails exactly? I walked in and it just, it's chaos. <laughs> I don't know whose who's suitcase is whose. Um, Joe, your yeah. hair was down and you look like a homeless person who was trying to crash the wedding. 
I mean, that's not far off. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was messy. I guess <laughs> <laughs> we were already settled in very quickly. So right? yeah, they had a yeah. they they. Well, I, I just wanted to cover one more thing about weddings before we get into the specifics of that hotel uh, and that moldy ice machine. But the other oh, problem yeah, I think is dank. if you go to a wedding when you're still dating somebody, where you're like either almost serious, you know, you're serious enough to come to the wedding, but you guys haven't discussed life, big life things yeah. yet. Oh yeah. Or maybe you have, and it's like an unspoken thing at this point. Like she's waiting for you to propose, or you want to, but you kind of know she'll say no. So that it can add like unexpected tension. And then if it's a really like beautiful ceremony, there's def. I've heard this from people where leaving the the woman's like so what it's their they start planning their their wedding like hypothetically it's like uh oh, bitch i haven't proposed yet you know it, it just can cause awkward tensions yeah but if, if you're married and it's a friend's that, wedding right? yeah it's the least stress possible yeah right. i agree that's <laughs> the best version of attending a wedding is like when it's a friend and when all your other friends are able to make it yeah <laughs> <clears throat> Is it cold in here, Joe? Yeah, sorry, I got the. Uh, so yeah, if the, if the hotel like this one has no bar, and the ice bucket was the size of a, a, I don't know, could hold maybe two beers. Would you say, in retrospect, Johnny, that the hotel, having gone through the full weekend, that the, that hotel not having a bar was probably a good thing? Because <laughs> yes. I was really upset when I got there too, and then after we left, I thought. That was probably for the best, right? We would have spent way more money, and we oh would have gotten kicked God, out. We would have spent way- yeah, we probably would have gotten kicked out. You're probably right. I mean, I feel like people almost did get kicked out. I'm surprised they let us just take over the hotel like we did. Well, so we, we took over this hotel, listeners. This is a shitty little cottagey type <laughs> inn. They call it an inn, but it's really just a shitty hotel in the Northeast. And uh, there's, I think, I think I asked the bride, and she said there were seventy. Five rooms in the hotel, seventy-four rooms, and we had most. And our of party them. had booked sixty something of them, so, so I feel bad for. <laughs> there's no way the anyone in our party, and they fucked up a bunch of shit. Apparently, that was supposed to be provided by the hotel, and they were supposed to have more rooms. Actual family that came after we all checked in weren't able to get rooms and had to stay elsewhere oh, that they reserved. So reservations got fucked up. So they kind of just gave us a pass on all, which is hilarious. The family got inconvenienced. So the shithead friends got to trash the hotel. And it's really not fair more by raging until 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we got to when do Grandpa that because sleep at like midnight. No, nobody really tried to stop us from raging. It's true. So nobody Johnny, tried to do anything. They didn't really care about our raging because they screwed up enough stuff that they're like, we're just going to be cool about it. Yeah, our group paid twenty grand between the two nights. I'm pretty sure I just added up what it was per that room makes and sense. how many of us there yeah. were. And I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no way they're gonna get angry that we trashed a conference room." <laughs> it was just so. But fun. Also, we weren't like we. It's not like we were throwing, having a bottle fight, throwing bottles at each other. It, it, it like we were just like that, dancing yeah. and and singing. And, yeah, we were just loud. bags of garbage yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We weren't we weren't derelict, destructive. Kevin pulled out a saxophone at one point, and Alicia was like, "No." Oh, is that what happened? Because I saw him pull it out, and then is that I started what laughing, and me and her made eye contact, and her eyes bulged. We have this friend who likes to get drunk and pull his saxophone out, <laughs> which you know, it's like it's the most extreme version of like the drunk guy that wants to play guitar at the party because the saxophone is so freaking loud. It's louder than you think. Yeah, and he plays it really well and very it. loudly because he's, he's a really uh, good saxophone. Well, yeah, player. he yeah. plays yeah. it like very evenly, so it's like you can actually hear it. 
Yeah. But he's also wasted, so he plays way too loud at you. He'll walk up to you, blaring a saxophone at you at 2 in the morning when you're hammered. I honestly, I was hoping he would do it. I was like, really looking was forward there. to it. Yeah. As soon as I, I was going to take video of that shit. Because I didn't see the in-between. I saw him take it out, and I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. Let me get another drink. And then I came back, and he was packing it back up, and I said, what did I miss? What went wrong <laughs> at some well, point? Well, maybe if he had done it at 9.30, but it was like 1 or 2 in yeah, the morning. Yeah, it, it was pretty were late asleep. at that point, but... Again, he was living the music festival vibe, man. He was in it. He texted me at yeah. six thirty a.m. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like getting all, up to pee. Back. I'm like, oh, there's a message on my phone. I'm like, oh, why? Why is that such a thing? Because it's every culture throughout all of recorded history is some type of wedding ceremony where you binge drink. You know, even I, monkeys I think, that find I fermented fruit binge thing, eat the right? fruit. I wasn't done talking, but go ahead. Wait, what about eating the fruit? I was going to say, even like monkeys in the wild, they do this thing, a ceremonial thing where they'll get together, you know, the time of year where the fruit ripens and ferments and has alcohol, and they'll eat as much as they can or like try to swing from trees. <laughs> Name or, one example yeah, of these things. Wait, or have, now like, I am going to stop you. What is this based on? What's your source? It's David Attenborough was talking about. Okay, it. keep okay, going. I believe you now. I believe <laughs> yeah. you. You've never been wrong about your stone late night David Attenborough. Uh... <laughs> of course not. That's where I do my best research. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> And it's, but I'm just saying, all cultures, even you know, you know, the Mongolians drink like a nasty fermented yak's milk uh, to celebrate wedding <laughs> is, ceremonies is, and stuff. Why is it that something about? Is it because it's such a, a terrifying decision? No. It's a bad idea. Uh, it, something about commitment makes us just want to binge drink and try to kill ourselves. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all better off. Do you think it's the off. terrifyingness of it? Like, yeah, the, no, I think you're right because it's getting, terrifying to consider that's oh shit, somebody else just made a vow. It's a life, no, it's a life block. It's 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 almost as it's very hefty, right? It's as hefty as any other transition of life of becoming an adult, getting married, having a kid, dying, and the, the dying leads. Oh, to you, the oblivion. you think that when you do that, you see it all. You're like, oh my god, yeah. life is this like you uh, see the bigger picture, and you know oh, that okay. that one of the la the last step is dying, and yeah. whatever happens then, I see. Might as well just you know, because in your early twenties or something, baby. you're like, oh, the marriage yeah. thing is like somewhere later. It's but when you cerebral, get to that yeah. milestone, you're like, yeah. oh shit, I just completed like that's it. It's gone. Maybe like. 35% milestone of life if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. Maybe 50% maybe, if you're Maybe unlucky, you're halfway there, yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe you're 100% so, there depending no, on true. how much you drink. Born, so you're faced, school, college, you're faced with a real-world marker for your existential dread, so the response is to try to destroy your body and your ability to perceive reality in the short term? Nailed it. Is it I just so when you wake up, it. you're like, well, at least I'm not hung over and feel like I'm dying anymore, or I'm not so drunk <laughs> you're just, I can't stand. Johnny, you're just, you're just jaded because you've been hung over since Saturday. <laughs> I have. Johnny had, been, like, a, had a pretty harsh hangover from this wedding. Johnny had a harsh hangover, but he had a worse car ride. <laughs> I, I really I think, think I just had alcohol category. poisoning. What? I think it was because I had the flu going into this wedding. So I felt like on, I was on the night quill. I was on the quill for a few days. I felt like you might have had alcohol poisoning when you said, pull over by those propane tanks so I can throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that not did. that throwing up by propane tanks, like, is directly connected, but there's a, a correlation for sure. We were you know, I should have just yacked. I didn't. I should have. We uh, kept it together. We I drank two gallons of water on Sunday, and I went to bed Sunday night. My mouth dry as sandpaper still. <laughs> and so I don't know what I did to my body. I it, just took, it took a, about three quarters of a gallon before I could pee again. And then yeah. it was that like electrified Pikachu-colored pee. I just, oh, oh, God. <laughs> like, I just remember that's, you that's went my to, liver did some overtime to, work You went to pee at week. like 3 a.m., and you did one of those Austin Powers 
two and a half, three minute pees, and you came back to to the, the into the room and you said, "Oh God, I drank so much water. I'm gonna have to pee every twenty minutes for the next three hours." And I thought, then what was that that just happened? <laughs> yeah, I probably pee too Toxins. much. I should get that checked. <laughs> no, you got to get it out. You got to get it out. It can't stay. We but, got. Yeah, we I, had a two thirty ferry reservation. And so we were taking our time. You guys wanted to catch as like walk-ons. You wanted to catch the one thirty. So you guys left yeah. about twenty-five minutes before us. Yeah, Did we not miraculously work out. <laughs> made it to the one thirty. So we text them. We're like, "Hey, where are you guys? You guys must be on the ferry already." It's like, "No, nah, we're on the side of the I, road." I think I texted. <laughs> I think I texted Gat back. Uh, uh, pulled over Bridgeport garbage can Johnny throw yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> he read it to me. I was yeah. like, uh, "Sounds like Johnny got sick." Sounds like I got, not no, I didn't. It. I got really close like four or five times, but I, I never actually. I just couldn't. You just kind of stood happening. over that. It's because well, I didn't eat anything. You had nothing in there. That's oh, why I felt and that so ties terrible. Into the same reason I couldn't puke. I was just drinking water, and my body was sucking it in, absorbing that, it right. That away. ties into. I had nothing. I wasn't holding anything in my stomach to kick back up, kick yeah. the poison out with. Well, that that. But that is in large part due to, as you were saying about the catering place, the catering hall, and the dinner, because you got the tuna as I did. Oh my god, it was so bad! And it was really, really bad tuna. And Johnny just took one bite and he said, "I, I can't do it." But you didn't replace it with any food; you just kept drinking beer, right? That's a form of food. <laughs> He's not wrong, totally. You know what I realized too? I mean, Those beers. They this place. Part of why it was so unprofessional. I have to rant for a minute, like straight about the bar service as right, a bartender. Just go. Do it. It was just so bad, and because I was waiting online, and Kevin was standing at the front of his like amorphous line on his side of the bar, just like sm- standing there like this, because he's a. This is a gigantic. He's a like six four, maybe uh, six yeah, three. Yeah, probably. He's tall. Yeah. Uh, uh, half Scottish, half Cuban gentleman who's like pretty grotesque looking generally. <laughs> like he's very, uh, he's got that mongrel English Isles look to him, you know, that some of them get in the country. This is a great rant about the bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so anyways, I'm, just, I'm making this point not to besmirch our friend, but to just point out that he's a distinct individual. You don't not he notice him walking the He the definitely bar. stands out. And he yeah. stood there for like 20 minutes and I managed to move up my whole line before she finally got to him because the line started helping. And, and so the first of all, bad bar management. You're supposed, if there's a line and there's people walking up, you usually split. If there's two bartenders, you have someone service the line. You have someone service the people actually hanging out at the bar. If you're hanging out at the bar, you're supposed to be able to get service. Well, that's you, know, you shouldn't have to right? leave your seat at the bar to go around to get on a line. Some people just, weren't paying attention to the line. They're like, this is a bar, you idiots. Like, you don't wait in line at right. a bar. You and fight so, for the attention. And yeah, so, right. But th- there's different... People don't want to pay attention. They just want to stand in line and talk to their friends and only have to pay attention for a second. I get it. it the, the line yeah. happens. It's dumb, but it just happens in all bars for some reason. Yeah. Well, at least uh, there, which is a slightly... Because it's not a bar. I mean, that is a bar. And it's bar, a catering... But, a catered event is not a bar bar. Well, so and you can't expect everyone there to know how to act you're supposed to be around people that you even if those people i had never met or never even talked to you still have a connection because you're there yeah. for this, but you get stuck in conversations you don't want to get stuck in when you're right. in the line thing. Like I was Luke right next got to someone in, a lot in line. Of conversations. I'm like, oh, damn it! Like, like so they only had one person. They only in five had, minutes. Like they only had three beers, right? They, had, they said they had four. four. They had Yinling. They had Yingling? a sour. They had a saison and a Bud Light. All right, yeah. 
and they ran. Oh, the out Bud of Light <laughs> ran out. They, the Bud Light they yeah, took the handle off for uh, over an hour because the keg kicked and they couldn't figure out how to change it. I guess which I guess. is absurd we to me as a bartender. They, they like <laughs> that, radioed it in, and then Kevin did say at one point no. he, he said, "I'm about to go back there and just start dealing. Yeah. You know, just start slinging beers." Like, I would have too if I didn't deal. think they were going to call the cops. Give them all the Kevin should have ran. Kevin should have ran the cocktails, and I should have ran the beer at that bar, and it would have been a way better wedding. You're probably me run the draft tower and just let and I bar back for Kevin and help yeah. him with, with stuff. That would have worked really well, actually. It. Yeah. And we probably would have made more money than that. And the bartender. And we probably could have done it wasted also. And I also, <laughs> jo- Johnny, I, I told you this already, but what really Not triggered that. me and what probably would absolutely outrage you is that the, uh, the bartender had this weird exchange with this guy next to me because he wanted extra drinks and she was like, I already served you and whatever. And then she says... It's weird because everyone was getting double drinks. Yeah, exactly. And then she says to him, well, the tip jar's over there. And and just like turned away. Wow. And oh, Johnny just left. Look at that. Just like the guy. Just yeah. like... Ju- no, just did like she really bartender. say that? Yeah. Because I could have looked her right in the eye and said, guess what? The tip jar is over there. I put a fucking $10 bill in it and I waited 20 minutes and you said, bar's closed. Oh, like, that's that a that joke. We got to go back to that, though. Telling, doing the tip jar line like that, though, like, that's a fireable offense at a lot of reputable bars. As it should be. That's, that's one of the last things you should probably do at that job. Like, that's one of the last things you should tell your customers, right? It's one thing if it's a drunk who's, like, walked out on tabs and stuff. Like, if it's a repeatable you, you have offender. The, you, you should be shitty story. to the right people yeah. as a bartender. But that guy I was, was in a suit that. at a wedding. He didn't do anything and wrong. And he wasn't being a dick either. He was just... This is and what how happens. does she know if he tipped? She wasn't paying fucking attention well, no, to anything. And, right. and the, vibe, the vibe was, oh, I, we had all been waiting 20 minutes for a drink, so he wanted an extra... He wanted, you know, double drinks for his friend so that the line wasn't as long. And, she and that was, happens with shitty, you know. poorly ran bars. Everyone notices how slow it is, so they all start ordering double drinks, so it gets even slower. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and yeah, they were and they were tragedy. just being They're very like trying inefficient. To double up the map. Like, she would like, take oh, it, if I do one. She would take it, the double. She drinks. would take an order for a signature cocktail. Make one in her giant shaker tin. Make one cocktail and pour it out. Or they could have made batch cocktails. The next person would want the same cocktail, and she would do it again. And it was like if someone orders one, make three. And then say who wants one, and then you sell it to that person standing at the bar because there was no line. Yeah. So someone orders a gin and uh, orders one of those signature because they had like signature cocktails. You and know people sell, are going to order give. those. <laughs> so you, you, you make bar. you know you oh, make yeah, a full tin worth. You make three or four drinks, and then somebody's you know, and I then you just yell the name here. out, and someone's going to say, "Yeah, I'll take that." Let's they don't make this wait clear: the, the wedding was fucking awesome. Yeah, I had a, I had a great time. It was an amazing. Those shitty bartenders couldn't stop our fun. But that that speaks no. that speaks to the vibe of a wedding because some people would say, "Oh, the wedding sucked." Why the bartenders were awful? And then people will ask, "Well, how was the ceremony?" And they'll be like, "Oh, it was fine." Or if they're honest, "Yeah, I really don't like those people." You know? Yeah, right. But well, the, I've no, been to enough weddings where I'm either like, "Eh," or I'm just like, "I don't know these people that well." Yeah, but I I knew these people well. I was happy for that wedding, you know. Like, yeah, me too. If your exactly, job as yeah. a witness is to be like, I am supporting this union. Witness yeah. me. Well, I want to be part of it. Right? <laughs> Silence. Well, no, because try to see like what a Mocklin wedding would be like. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be awesome. But part of the wedding is the, like like that's part of your job as a friend or a family member is to party hard with them because it shows that you're in it. Yeah, you're in it. You you well, want the to family's still have a good not time with the with family. Them. The old family members over sixty aren't going to get up and dance to fish. That's what your thirty something friends. Yeah, yeah, but they're going to keep. They're going to elevate the like. We were there to. Ele- I would like to think we were there <laughs> to help elevate the vibe. Oh, I mean, we were there because we're good friends with him, and he was getting married. 
But I mean, in terms <laughs> in terms of actually, but like Johnny, what role did we take on? No, no, <laughs> we that's took over. Mean. Is, is <laughs> in terms of what Johnny's saying? Uh, if it's just old family, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna rage. The vibe and is it's, it's, you be want you want that, that family there to see you get married, but also you want a party for yourself. Like sure. it's yeah. a stressful thing. You want to have a band playing. You want to be able to dance. You don't want to just be every. You don't want everyone staring at you the whole night because that's pretty already good. your yeah. wedding. So it's you don't also, want to be the only ones the dancing the whole time. You throw time. a party where that, all your family comes and you get to decide everything. You know, you're oh, like, yeah, oh, this right. is, a, it is a weird thing party. like that. Why? Like, why do I have to come and watch you make a decision about your life? It, it's very odd. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I. I, I want to talk about dowries, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just go into dowries, yeah. Because Wait, the so people, for the the people person- <laughs> who clicked on this and who are still listening... If they're hanging on... It's the dowry people. They well, need to know what's... Let's say the- they clicked on this because I titled it, like, yeah. the 10, 10 best suggestions for throwing the best wedding. Let's say Oh, they- let's do that, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's say I make that. that the Yeah, title. Johnny, I don't know if we had this production and meeting. And let's say somebody hang on 21 yeah, minutes qu- so far. Discussion with you, but we decided, we made an executive decision that we're all the worst clickbait titles that we can come up with. Really? Why yeah. Not? Why not? Because if we find someone that actually likes us and they go back to look through the episodes to say the backlog, what else might I like? They're going to skip over episodes they might actually. Oh no, like. we're not. We're never going to sacrifice uh, meaning for clickbait, but yeah. we'll make the titles awkwardly like they'll know. <laughs> search engine optimized titles. Yeah, we're doing it for. <laughs> oh, the, that's fine for, for the yeah. tank. Yeah, uh, but, but what yeah, about dowries. what about dowries? So it's an interesting thing. I was reading about <laughs> you it. See in how the he 700s. looks away for a second, as if in ponderous as if thinking in thought. to past lives. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. He's he's channeling. I can feel it. The genie's warming up. Well, I was thinking about the early Middle Ages, the early medieval times, <laughs> was... the, the way the church ran weddings, because oh. the church kind of owned everything. They owned all after the Roman Empire fell. They owned all the land. That makes sense. Uh, they they were they were the law. If there was a dispute, they like they would step in. You know, if the local lord or whatever, they self-policed. It was a weird thing, and weddings was such a big part of it. Weddings used to be a lot more business-like. You know, you sell off women like assets, yeah, uh, you more trade, or less. Trade them for goats but they were also a very valuable cheap. asset because they made people. So you got to think of it that way. You know, if you have a young there's nobleman, there's the evolutionary who wants to build perspective, a, and then there's like the economic thing. When yeah, like if a young nobleman wants that. to build his homestead and his family name, and uh, you know f- f- he's got retainers and soldiers, and he wants more and to build more farmhouses on his property and stuff, like that you got to have bodies. You know, you got to have kids. You got to f- arrange marriages and make it happen. And also, and, we and have so to drive in us to have kids, and we don't understand it. You know. So the dowry I've always understood was sort of because there is a risk when you take a woman into your household in that she might not make kids for you or she might just be unbearable to live with or she might, you know, because like you get uh, married right after you meet practically. Right. You're not you're getting married for such other reasons. That's because they're so horny. You just like meet an eligible girl at the town dance or the 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 fire pit dance. And you're like, oh, my God. like the Indian, I think in Indian culture, dowries are paid by the woman's family, right? But in the 700s in, in Wessex, uh, the, the man would pay a bride price to buy the woman, basically, from because slavery was just such a commonplace thing. The idea that 
people have a price that they're valued at, there was an actual fair market value for everybody. Oh, what are you, a warrior, a farmer, a woman, a breeder, a milk sow? Like, you got big titties and you could feed the nobleman's kid. Everyone had a value. So the idea of a bride price, like, <laughs> let's say your, let's say your brother here. dies and her, his, his niece comes to live with you, Luke, right? This isn't really your kid. You got to do something with her. She's just another mouth to feed. So you marry her off to somebody. And get some money that, for it. Yeah, your neighboring farmer. That no, way, you, you know, you got a connection with the neighbor. Hands. You got a friend over he, there at their house. He's saying that was in some places, but in this time in in Wessex, you would in, add, the in man would England. actually pay. Is that, is that because of the like the economics of the area, or that's just a weird cultural glitch, or a, a both, a mix of both? But interesting. But so you know, you would you would, but you would try to do it in favorable ways, so it was mutually beneficial. Sure. Well, really. I mean, it, it was a. But it was there's a, the bride price would be. You would pay the bride price, and it was supposed to actually go to the bride for her security. So let's say it's 20 pieces of silver. Wait, when was this? I, I would pay Luke 20 pieces of silver, and it should go to the bride. So she has some sense of security if I drop dead in the fields the next day or go off to war and die. Yeah, but isn't, isn't she just left a household? England, isn't her money his money? What? She, she has a bank there's account? There's like no banks, dude. We're no. talking early Middle Ages. Yeah, where did they keep yeah. their silver? Uh, you bury it. You By the way, l- reading about the history of banking is really interesting to see how it all kind of developed. God damn it, read Baroque Cycle. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not for the wedding cast. For a full <laughs> yeah, I should listen to the latest Thunk Deck. Yeah. No, we, we spoil the fuck out of it. Uh, yeah, actually, this it. one, this wedding episode is going to come out after Andrew Yang. So after Andrew Yang, not Andrew Yang, but oh, like we're going to do episode? the debate episode tomorrow night. Oh shit! I forgot. Oh, the debate's happening. Actually, right now. one of them's happening right now. Yeah, this is. The uh, it's one. the boring one. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren's gonna win, probably. Right. The debate. I mean, it's oh, her and then the other people. This is not gonna age well. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the wedding thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you clicked on this for that. The ten. I was best trying to talk about dowries, tips. and you talk about Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> All right, keep going with the dowry. She's against dowries. That's what I'm saying. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Uh, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon extras. Uh, Luke will Luke will make you a dowry offer if you are a Patreon subscriber. I'll get married to the next. But no, never mind. <laughs> no, just stop. Stop. <laughs> we should have can a we agree tier. though that can like we agree if you that, subscribe uh, for a million dollars an episode, one of us Luke will marry you. you. <laughs> sure. sure. I mean, Joe will marry you. Too late. Luke. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Luke, you should know better than to make promises on the podcast. Well, you guys are stupid. Anyone that could pay... I'll do it. Anyone that could pay a million dollars per episode is going to have an amazing wedding. I wouldn't mind being there even if I had to work it. Yeah, but how do you... Yeah. Wh- what if What if the person who does it is just a creature? Yeah, they could be the worst. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I'm still I'm still experienced. You still want to deal with it? How about this? Uh, I'll a, tell you what, Morty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I only have one option. That's not a <laughs> yeah, what's the rather? Never mind, I can't. I can't play in that ballpark. I yeah, can't no. Do you're not what do you think your dowry would be, Luke? Mine. Yeah. What, Let's what say we worth? live in a different society, an Amazonian one, where the man gets purchased and okay. the woman chooses. Um, How much do you think you'd be worth in t- current market value? Do I have like my general skill set, but I was raised there kind of vibe? No, you're you're you. I'm just me. They're buying me from the Northeast. <laughs> Yeah, they're looking from for the husband. future, <laughs> from 2019, <laughs> and they're aware of this. Um, I, I in despite what, your Amazonian looks, dollars, you have like, strong. If that's where you get married, they think you're worthwhile. I'm a, I'm worth at least like five farms. How much is a farm? That's so vague. A I meant money amount. Is that one in plant? U.S. 2019 dollars? Yeah, I'm converting. Yeah, to we're talking about now. What's the average dowry <laughs> for 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 an American? 
Oh, um, 1,300? You're aiming a couple low, bushels. 1,000? Yeah. Probably no, a couple I, Probably like 10,000. I think it depends 000. on the country, right? Obviously, yeah. It depends on like... Yeah, if you... or uh, Time period and... No, I mean today, Today, if, if somebody from Russia or, you know, wherever else... Oh, you, you else. mean like order a bride? Or what? However, that works. Yeah. How much? Because I, right, I know so people. So apparently, really the sex the trafficking part of the episode, folks. <laughs> yeah, they fold up. Well, we're gonna figure out how much this is. When cost. I was a kid, the mail order bride, I'd be like, oh, like. Why did you know just, about they, mail order brides as a kid? Seinfeld, I think. Oh God! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. What were you saying about nonsense? Uh, I know this is wonderful. You guys continue. All right. So, so point number ten is um, make sure you go online and do your research before you decide on a venue. And point number nine, I would say, is... what's this voice he's doing? <laughs> it's it's indignant, Luke. Like, it is indignant, Luke. It's it's a little leftist. Can indignant I finish? Luke. Actually, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what would be your your number one wedding planning tip, though? In all honesty, if if half the people you know don't want to come, maybe it's not a good wedding. <laughs> That is great. This is a general life philosophy. (laughs) You might suck. (laughs) So what's that weird thing about where people have a wedding and they'll tell people and you can't say anything negative. It's such a weirdly selfish thing. What do you mean you can't? Oh, you have to say, oh, it's wonderful. And you go, oh, really? I'm so happy for you. And you're really thinking Uh, that guy or that girl that they're getting married to is a huge piece of shit. Uh, um, it's like you, oh, you, know, you, you can't say it though. What, why? That's such Event a weird thing. Crossed. But these are the people. <laughs> but the only people you that make the cut to get invited to your wedding are the people who only people whose opinion you actually care about. That's not necessarily so it's, true. It's a, it's a weird, some selfish, self indulgent like, thing. Even the whole at the friend level, sometimes. No, but there's also you just pe- like that the kind of I have to invite them. But there's all, there's also people plan a huge wedding for two hundred people and then. Oh, guess what? You invited a lot of people who either, for whatever reasons, don't show up, whether it's travel or, or finances or whatever. No, it, and then not, you invite other people to fill in. So I'm not saying everybody at my wedding is the best person in my life. I'm just saying all the saying best people either. are the ones I'm going to invite if I can afford it. Oh, they'll all you, be you know? invited. Yeah. But it right. depends on what type of wedding you're going for. I mean, there's different tiers of... Like, like you went for I know. A I'm just wedding. saying. I'm saying the phenomena where most weddings... People throw and they invite their their favorite family. They have to invite all the family usually, but you invite your favorite people and family and friends and everyone. People whose opinions you care about. But meanwhile, if they say anything that's not necessarily, to that's not necessarily related true to this and this big life choice, you tell them to go fuck themselves and just cut them out. And but let there them were die. definitely and it's how a many weird people are your thing, cultural. I see thing. what you're saying, Johnny. The whole point is like. You're having a bunch of witnesses that supposedly agree it's supposed with to what be you're a community doing. Thing. But how many, right. people, any of the ones that say they don't agree, you say then don't fucking come. It's but they're not like, going to say that. Yeah, it's w- not well, really a mostly community won't. experience. Some do. <laughs> Some do. That's true. Some, Some do. do. Once in Some a while. Some, if pressed, do. Some, if pressed, will <laughs> will say what what you don't want to hear. Um, We're talking about. No, no, what do you mean, Joe? What, what do you mean, Joe? These are these are all hypotheticals. Um, these definitely didn't happen to me in two thousand. All right, I got I got what a question. Then. Vaguely I got a question to pose to the oh, What's the uh, what, here? I got a question. I'll ask you, Luke, Shavitane. first, and then I'll ask Joe. What is the either best or worst, which is ever more interesting, uh, way you've ever turned down a wedding invitation? <laughs> the worst way I've ever, turned? or the best way, whatever makes the yeah, best. Yeah, I'm going to take the best option from Luke and say the best way was uh, when you told me you were getting married, and I was like, yeah, I'll be there. That's not true. I know you have a better story than that. No. I, how else is there a good way to RSVP? What do you mean? What, what, what's an example of that? Can you give me a qualifying example? 
Uh, well, let's say somebody. I'd rather you tell the story, but I'll just tell it for you. Wait, okay. I, I don't say, know. What you're... Let's say you have somebody who's. It's a situation where they're talking about. You have a friend who's getting married, and you think deep down, I care about this person. Their their spouse that they're choosing is a horrible choice for a whole list of reasons. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you don't like your friend anymore. It just means you think they're making a mistake and you can't you care too much to not say anything. Right. So you try to be the nice with guy the you're and to tiptoe here. around oh, so it and honest? try to just so you try to do the right thing and morally just bow out, right? Like I don't want to be there and openly lie by by co-signing it, like you're saying, witnessing something is yeah. Because if you were to approval witness approval it and keep your mouth shut, then yeah. you're Speak lying. Speak now or then forever hold your yeah. peace. You're there to not speak. Most people, you're there to witness, and that's your way of agreeing. So if you really care, you, you just go, oh, no, can't make it, sorry, this or that. And let's say they really push you, and then they call you out and go, do you have a problem with me? And it's the person you have a problem with. What would you say to that? Yes. I'm just going to I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you, you want to know the truth, I'll tell you the truth. And any listeners want to know the truth? I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, that's what you said, right? In this situation, Joe. Well, oh, that's. I, I have to get. By the way, this situation you asked though. You preface. You want. You want the truth. You want me to tell you the truth here. Yeah. And then you laid out the truth, and then you didn't go to the wedding, right? I, I I will always tell the truth when pressed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. I'm not gonna try to say things that aren't true either. I'm not gonna try to say things for saying things' sake. I'm going to tell you how it is. Especially yeah, if the person asks you directly. Yeah. And or they cross a line so as to say, like, if the subtext of how they're acting is like, I am so unaware of what's going on, then you're like, Jesus, none of my subtle signals worked low these many years. Low. <laughs> Very low. Highly low. So uh, what Johnny's describing is is a, allegedly what happened to us a few years ago and let me just give the tagline that I tell other people when they ask about um, what happened. I basically say, um, I went from being the best man at a wedding to being just a man at a wedding to being disinvited from a wedding. That sounds <laughs> persona sounds like non grata. A thousand years from now, that will be some great <laughs> philosophical quote. But isn't like that the best the man's job? I kind of think I might have failed as a best man to a wedding once because I didn't talk this person out of getting married, and they definitely weren't and still aren't mature enough to be in a in a marriage. Uh-huh. But but did you did you at least explain? I mean, you you did try to explain that. I did finally, and the responses I was getting was, "We should have had this conversation a year ago." I've spent yeah. too much money on well, this. Well, at least which is a I terrible response. But it, but at least but again, at Once least you make that mistake, then that's yeah, you no, won't make it again. But at least you did acknowledge it. Like that 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 definitely is something. I mean, again, yeah, I, I think this speaks to the the bigger point of what what is a wedding if it's just a thing that's going to happen and you're going to do it no matter what and you're doing it just for vanity's sake because you want to have a huge party or you like th- the attention it means on no- yourself or yeah, something exactly yeah. you want the attention then it means nothing and it doesn't matter what people think or what you do you're just going to plow ahead and do it anyways but if you really do have people who care about you and you want their opinions and their input yeah they might say some real shit to you and guess what so they probably should because those a are question. probably you your guys are both at- you guys were both at my wedding. Do you, at the time, not now, because Kara and I are very happy. But at the time, uh, did you think it was a bad idea? No, the did, wedding. You could be honest. No, it was a great me wedding. marrying us getting married. We, we it still was, can't it say was bad both a really fun wedding. It was great, but yeah. it was also very genuine. Like I was like, 
Yeah, they're eating bacon on the altar. Johnny and his wife I, ate bacon together I, as their bonding I, thing on the altar. I, I was like, like this feels right. I literally, as best man, had bacon in my jacket, my suit uh, jacket pocket, ready in case Johnny Johnny's accidentally wedding was like a accidentally, Shire wedding. Accidentally ate his vow bacon because instead of doing vows, they exchanged bacon. And in case he accidentally ate his, I had backup panic bacon Jesus. ready to go in case so, johnny nervously ate his bacon before his guess wedding. what most Almost weddings happened. if you propose that the other person would be like that's not funny yeah. i want this grandma wants that don't even think about the bacon thing uh, so I, part of why my wedding contrived enough <laughs> <laughs> and i think we kind of covered it early on but part of why my wedding was so great is because the wedding itself was not the focus like we wanted to get married the, party, the people the were the focus yeah, yeah. It was great so we party. could start our life together and then our parents pushed the wedding we told them we were going to do like a courthouse thing because we didn't have any money and I was going to move to Scotland, actually, and I needed the green card or blue card or whatever it is. Wait, over that was there. the plan? That was the plan. We were getting married so I could move over there. Uh, all and right, then, faster. I'm bored. Which <laughs> never even happened. <laughs> all right, but, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. No, no, wait, who does that, Matt? <laughs> anybody from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that faster, might be an interesting on. part of the story. But that's yeah. fine. Forget the international. We got to get to step nine of planning the best wedding. <laughs> we're, we're, You're we're right. Down. So we. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> so our parents all freaked out because we were both the first of our siblings to get married. And oh yeah, that's had right. a live first of your name. And, stuff. <laughs> yeah. and they were just like, "Absolutely not! We're throwing you a wedding." And and me and Carrie's response were like, "Okay, but like you have to do the hard work and the planning. We we'll don't show really up care. and get married." <laughs> but then Carrie ended up coming around and like choosing a, a bunch of things, but like didn't really care. wasn't pushy about anything. Like, she, a smart thing, and this is the advice part. I would say is she didn't want to. She looked at how much flowers cost and said, "Fuck that! I'd rather spend that on beer for the bar." Uh, I'd rather yeah. spend that on craft beer instead of like Bud Light, which is what good we call. did. We had seven craft beer kegs. We oh, had some I know. Good, beer. good and bad. It was good, great. delicious beer. Bad, I lost count of how much beer I had. You know, that's fine, but though. that's not uh, the beer's fault. After, after five craft alcohol. beers, it's kind of like I had a lot of beer. That's your only. Instead, that's we had. Instead, we had sepervivums, which are a type of succulent. It's a, a, a like a cactus plant, basically. And they live forever, and they flower re- kind of regularly. But they can live for years and years and years. So we had those, and then we let people take them home because flower, wedding flowers are dead within a week. And every now and then, I'll be at a friend's They're house who's at dead. the wedding. They just keep and dying. more often than not, I'll see the little pot on a shelf somewhere. That's and awesome. it's a, the, they've killed it since then. For the, the competent people dead. that were able to remember to take it home. Right, but most of those plants are still dead, anyways. People overwater those and kill them, but the pot is still there, which is nice. Yeah, uh, but you that saved us pot. thousands of dollars. Um, we d- we didn't have a Three. cake; we had a cheesecake. Yeah, now, I know. Wait, when I say we had that, a cheesecake, though. I don't mean New York cheesecake, the 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 kind you get at Not cheesecake factory. We made a three tiered wedding cake out, or a four tiered wedding cake out of. Uh, uh, Wheels, wheels of cheese, cheese. descending uh, so many, circumference. So many of that of people cheese. were so confused by because I remember when you guys started cutting the cheese, people kind of looked at each other as if, wait, where's the actual cake? They were waiting to get There's an actual no cake. cake, and you guys were just like, yeah, that's not what we're doing, and it's cheese. that's perfect. No, but that's what's cool about a wedding like that because it's so what you guys are it's of your course wedding you guys reflected have you guys yeah. that's what was good about but it more so still than a ter- lot you still got to give the people a party if i'm going to a wedding i'm being promised a party and you're going to get a gift for throwing on a but party I mean, party for- aside the, the whole thing reflected your flavor right of party. but i mean like if a, if your weird yeah. wedding even if it's really meaningful is standing around a segoya and humming for six hours that sucks that's not a Who party does that? 
So there's there's ways to do weird weddings Steve. and still do them fun. Good. He eats horse meat. But <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. But yeah, our ceremony was about five minutes long. Yeah, keep six the ceremony long, short, which is what I like about this wedding. We had a we had a, a fiddle band hiding behind the tree we got married next to. So as soon as we were done, she popped out playing the fiddle, and you had to follow her over to the cheesecake. And then That's the party true. was started with it. Oh, we did a shot of whiskey together too at the end of our vows, which yeah. I I like too better than just. Um, Oh, I forgot then, we were drinking whiskey the whole time too. Yeah, yeah, because you and gave us the, the flasks. And we did, we did. I did a bacon say. acrostic. Actually, that was my wedding vows. You did what? An acrostic. That's where. Oh uh, yeah, because I helped word, you write it. <laughs> yeah, each word, each yeah. letter in the word stands for a line. Yeah. So bacon meant you know to be there for you or whatever. I yeah. wrote that that morning, freaking out while eating bacon. That's how I, that, oh I came up with that's that. That's the way to do it. But uh, it worked out, and it was magical, and everyone loved it. And then we all did a shot. Like three hundred people did a shot of single malt scotch at the end, and then oh, yeah, we that just was partied. good. Yeah, yeah, that's how I you had do a great a time freaking at that wedding. wedding I was like newly single too, so I was just like, I'm in the Shire, nothing matters. Yeah. I think that that might and have been my ended, favorite. I was like, was oh, I should a, go home yeah. and figure it out where I'm moving. A, it wasn't, a, <laughs> and so it wasn't an yeah. old barn, so it was a very Shire-like wedding. It was a it barn like that's an apple orchard. Certainly. Mm. So, uh, if you can have a Hobbit wedding, that's number eight, and uh, oh, definitely shit, have as much Hobbit themed forty minutes because things we were, like, as you can in your wedding. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, share, and subscribe. Joe, uh, do you, Joe? Yes. Take this thunk tank to be your lawfully loaded podcast. Through demonetization <laughs> and profits, <laughs> but mostly demonetization. Through good times and bad. I can't even say demonetization until robot apocalypse. Do us part. Do us. <laughs> do us die. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna get replaced by robots. <laughs> What's the deal with insert reference? Uh, Johnny, I want your opinions, however, on. Because there's the whole thing that there's always supposedly the pressure, you know. Oh, you were saying about the thing, right? Yeah, with the wedding with night. The it's stuff. supposed to be the first time that you ever, you know. Consummate. Oh, yes. so I would give this advice. Yes, uh, uh, step eight. Are we on eight? I would say bang way before the wedding, way before the engagement. Find out if you bang well. So, yeah. So, first. divorce rates are that. actually lower amongst millennials than boomers and older group than, you know, because... We because uh, it used to be you when you got married you weren't really allowed to get divorced unless things were really really bad, whereas now you can easily. So the idea of getting married you to someone before you have sex with them, before you lived with them, before you really get to know them is just crazy and dumb. To no, us, but I mean, it is such an economic choice. I mean, isn't yeah. isn't your theory that you're supposed to bang the morning of? You should definitely bang the morning of. I'm just oh, giving you my oh, reasons Oh, oh, that's yeah. that's a specific theory. You don't mean for the first time. You just mean like get, no, get the tension. Just get out it out of the out way. Of the way. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you you bang because and eat bacon. I don't think anyone bagels, would recommend probably. in 2019 to marry someone that you've never had sex with. Oh, I know lots. Of, I know lots of people who do. There that. are definitely. I a do lot too, of and and I I, they come off a little weird, and I can't imagine their sex lives are very fulfilling. You know them. Yeah, you know them. I just I'm the type of person who gets this information. Apparently. I know them, but I don't know I know them. I don't know this about them. Apparently. Because I know you know them. Okay. Oh, uh, it's Luke's brother. <laughs> no, we banged. It's, what? It's Luke. It's Whoa. Luke himself. <laughs> so, Whoa. yeah. So, Luke's definitely. Still, so still still waiting, it's not, it's really not this special magical thing. No, you're not. <laughs> it's not this special magical thing if you've done it a thousand times before you get married. You know, it's it's just something you should do regularly, right? Sex so or marriage. The idea of, uh, you know, and how often coming home from a long night, 
What? You know, d- does night. that always <laughs> happen? You know, like I don't know about you guys, but once you get married, sex is kind of like a a like, chore. Hey, we like oh, plans got canceled tonight. Let's stay and have a couple beers and see what happens. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of just like it's not something you're like. Let's go out and see a movie and get dinner and do all this stuff. And when we come home, we're really tired at the end of the day. Then let's do it. You know, it's it's oh, not you that. skip all the the steps that you just assume. You don't have to well, be like you, yeah the the yeah, right. I mean, everyone has their own whatever, but definitely doing it the morning of is better because uh, you'll be so so tired at night. Well, like you'll also, also be it just it clears your mind that like post sex like lucidity you get. Oh, you're and saying it, it, you get. The, I think it actually mm, improves oh, it's like, when you're up there telling your vows. Like you're, you know, you really, you, you, you yeah, know, you're, ha- you're thinking about your full relationship with this person. Your monkey Physical, mind's not spiritual, by the emotional, sex part. all that nonsense. Yeah. That's like how Mike Tyson used I to bang right saying. before he went out for huge fights. That was his strategy. Well, yeah, you, I think he's just a rapist who couldn't help himself. You got the baby batter I mean, on your brain. That's also a sentence. The whole what? You got the baby batter on your brain. You got to clear <laughs> that out and find out what you really think. Don't use that phrase, baby batter. I Joe don't know Rogan why, but I like it. describes it as like when you're being led around. You got to go out and your... feed those geese real quick behind the wedding hall, <laughs> and then get back in there. No, I mean, what? <laughs> you can just masturbate, but like you, know, you feed don't the think geese. clearly if Joe. you're really horny. Well, yeah, you can always just masturbate. <laughs> On the bus, <laughs> on the playground, <laughs> shower. No. <laughs> and what if you're getting step, married that morning? Step seven. Step seven. Don't, don't masturbate on, on the playground. playground. <laughs> All right. For, <laughs> we're really so I thought it was. Here. I thought it was bang the morning of your wedding. Yeah. Oh, that's step six. Oh yeah, that's bang step the morning six. Of Honestly, your wedding, not my, on our the wedding. Playground. All of that is step seven. Yeah, our wedding. By the end of the night, we were so drunk and tired. You know. And we were, we were sitting on yeah. our bed with yeah. Gat, eating hummus and watching Party Down. Oh, remember we ruined the ironing board with Chinese food? <laughs> oh, that did happen this morning. Num- rule number five <laughs> is if you get Chinese food all over the hotel ironing board, make sure you put it back in the closet stitch- so that they think the <laughs> oh, next you guest there did for it. That. <laughs> Can we stitch this episode together? We'll edit out all the rules like separately and just put them back to back. <laughs> of course. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah rule five. If you get duck like sauce on the on. ironing board... Just put it, try to hide it. Yo, yeah, I fucked up with tra- the ironing board too. I just put it back <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> Wait, what did you oh. do? There was it? a whole box of like <laughs> Chinese sauce everywhere. <laughs> On the ironing board? Just everywhere. <laughs> oh, after you left our room, Luke, I spent a couple of minutes picking up all the Chinese food that just fell out of your mouth. I was getting this hotel had like horrible that's right. carpet. That's right. I came into Johnny's room. They were going to bed, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna take this box of leftover Chinese food." And I started eating an egg roll on my way out. Yeah. As I'm trying to hold a bunch of boxes, and some of it was falling out of my mouth. Yeah, that totally Everywhere. happened. Johnny was so pissed. He starts. Yeah, chi- he goes, "There's duck got- sauce on the ironing board," and then he goes, "Luke's Chinese food is all over the fucking floor." My dress shoes were covered in your Chinese food. They got all greasy. I'm so I'm proud. <laughs> I knew I did something right. I just never did, got you know. to confront you because it was too busy doing other yeah. things that weekend. Like Sharon's. You mean because that morning, all you had, the only brain energy you had, had to go towards not throwing up. I mean, the majority of it. I remember yeah. your face at breakfast, and then like Kara got you a sandwich because she was like, I "Maybe you'll want it," thing. and you looked at it and you there made that breakfast? like, you know, when somebody's like feeling nauseous because oh, yeah. of like a vodka Johnny, you hangover. immediately said, I can't eat breakfast. <laughs> if you are if you have a vodka hangover and somebody says the word vodka and you're like... Ugh. Yeah, it triggers you. Yeah. It's, it's, you looked at that fucking yeah, egg sandwich you and go. you were like... Ugh. like yeah. I saw the trauma yeah. behind your eyes. <laughs> yeah. I really should have eaten something, shaky. but I didn't eat until that night. 
dude, you should have eaten the shitty tuna like I did. Best decision of my life. Sometimes you gotta force something so down bad, early though. in that morning, but I and did, just try to like but I didn't balance get, your stomach. But, but I knew the tuna wasn't bad. It wasn't that it was undercooked or something where it would make you sick, like throw uppy. Oh, old it tuna just, can still make you sick if it's overcooked. No, it was it was just it was just not good tuna. It was awful tuna. But I I was and it fine. was way overcooked. You couldn't tell. It was so cooked Dude. in season that you can't tell if it's okay. rotten. Yeah, meat. It, was, it was. I bad. don't want to eat it. It was really bad. And it was fat too. It was all it the was, steaks were well done. It was like no the size of a roll. Them. It was like the the tuna slice was the size of a toilet paper roll. It was which two is way inches too big, thick, at least. Yeah, two to three inches thick, which is way. It was just too much fish. Heard that and before. They, they gave you a plain white rice with it. They gave you a sauceless white rice, whereas the tuna itself was covered in like giant chunks of awful squished black pepper. Oh, I like that. That was weird, the best part. Sweet like hoisiny sauce. I just got drunk and started licking that. Um, oh, that stuff was nasty. It was nasty. Yeah, it was a nasty night. So, what is what is marriage? <laughs> <laughs> marriage. It is a bond between two individuals. Uh, we, well, Johnny's the, the only Webster's one of us Webster's Dictionary married, defines so. a wedding as as melting two pieces of metal together. Okay, so Johnny, no, because I'm curious <laughs> about Johnny's definition because he's the only one of us who has been uh, who is actually married. So. What is so. what is marriage? Why 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 get married? What is a wedding? Yeah, why yeah, why, why bother? What what's the deal with getting married, people? Let's assume the law allowed you to like there was no benefit towards being married you can by do, law. You can get a civil so, partnership, right? You don't need to technically be married for the other stuff, do you? Yeah, I think uh, when you're with someone long enough, if you get a self-awareness of the codependence that you have on each other, it makes things easier. You know what I mean? And that just is a thing that comes with marriage because it is a contract you're signing. Like, you're stuck with me whether you want to or not. So why do that? When you sign a contract with a job, with a company, you're working here for the next two years, three so years, why not whatever, avoid it? whether you want to or not. I feel like it's a little bit of security coasting through to, to death. Like we were saying earlier, where there are these markers, right? And you have options. You can either say, I'm going to continue to do my own thing and be on my own, relatively speaking, in contrast to something like getting married where you have that that partner or that codependency. I think it's a bet. Well, I think it's something that you look <laughs> at the oblivion with. It's somebody that you look at the oblivion with, right? Yeah. Well, what it's I'm coming. saying by bet Th- that is oblivion I'm saying you're betting no on what, your... Joe. The what? The oblivion's coming no matter what you exactly. do. Exactly. You, so you might as well times. be with somebody. It's still right? coming. I think it's not... I mean, I think um, being with someone, as long as you figure out how to do it, leads to a much less stressful life. It, it can if it's There's, done well. Because well, yeah. it's, it's, it's like having a roommate. You can have a great opposite. roommate. Totally. But... Well, you Are have they going to be right? a great roommate for your whole life, or is it just this time in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s you or whatever? Be careful about that. And your lives are going to change. Whereas somebody you're building a life with, it can help to take really help to take a lot of the slack off. You know, yeah. certain things I'm better at than my wife, and she's better at than me. Like she's terrible at cleaning dishes. She's just horrible at it. She just will like rinse a glass with cold water and and soap. it's still oily, right? And do nothing, and and she's got a lot better. But when we first got together, I was like, "Yeah, you just did nothing." I have to I, when I watch, why dishes, is the dish I rack full of dirty dishes? You know, I, I I know people like that. They just kind of like touch the dish, and they think because the sponge touched it, it's Joe not does clean. that. Joe's one of those people. He's, his he's glasses a little bit are, of a soft. His glasses are cleaner. all. They look like frosted glass. You know that you buy like that on purpose, and they're not. It it's just stuff. 
It, that that it's, didn't come it's off. It's just of stuff. No, I'm I I wash dishes so but, well. But you know, like I have I a nice house because next day. I have a nice house because me and my wife both work. You know, I really own one half of the house, but it means my podcast studio is bigger than Joe's apartment. That's true. Because I mean, we're both working same. towards the same goal of wanting a house, not wanting to live in an apartment. I don't want assholes on the other side of the wall. Isn't it? And if you could find somebody that shares the same sentiments with you, which is why communication and relationships are so important, not just for your own happiness, but just for the ease of your life. If you're living two separate lives and you hate how each other's lifestyles are and you're trying to cohabitate, you should not get married, you know, it, even if you share it, religious yeah, or this yeah. or that or whatever. No matter the awesome connections, if if you have trouble, I think you probably shouldn't get married until you've lived together for at least a few months. Rule you know number what I mean? four. What? We snuck in a real rule while Joe was in the bathroom. Oh, That's shit. Rule number, rule number what? You sh- you sh- number four we're up to, right? Did, you should have to. Uh, let's just I do five because I, I don't think we did five. What was five? Uh, no, we did do five. It was the bang on the morning of your wedding. Okay. So four uh, is no. is live with the person for at least a few months. Uh, I say a year. Get a year. If you can share a lease, because that's a contract. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you can split, a, if you right, want right. to get married. If you get in a fight and she's just like, peace out, I'm out of here. And then like she leaves for a month and then comes back a month later and is like, maybe I was wrong. Like, um, but have you that's heard a Bill data Murray's point a- that would stop you from getting married probably. Have you heard Bill Murray's advice for people that want to get married? He no. answered this. One time, I might fuck this up, but I'm pretty sure it was. I'll wait for Joe to get his headphones back on. This is Bill. But yeah, Joe, you want to share a contract. Like if your Bill fiance Murray's skips out on, on the marriage. lease and says, fuck you, I'm not giving you any money. It's my money. It's like, I know people who've been engaged who talk like that. It's like, if you're not willing to share your money and bail your significant other, like, well, that's their problem. They can't pay their bills. It's like, what? No, you no, should yeah, be getting married. That's the wrong idea. What's the point anything. at that point? That's the wrong but, idea. What are you doing? But yeah, Joe, if you're um, not unionizing your life, then like, what are you doing? Rule number four, Joe. We we just came up with rule number four yeah, is you should it was a real one. you should sign yeah, a one year lease with your fiance before you get married. Oh, I was gonna say as you a should prenup contract. too. But uh, I also wanted to tell the story of how what Bill Murray gave advice when someone asked if they should get married. <laughs> what? He said, if you want to get married, you should go with your fiance to the airport and just go get on the first flight, pick a random place. And uh, like, don't take anything. Don't plan it. That's and just a great go. idea. And if you don't great kill idea. each other, just go for a month or two weeks or whatever. And if you come back hating each other, then you should not get married. That's a great. And it's idea. a way of taking you out of your comfort zone and forcing you to focus on this other person. Yeah. And like, if they have little habits that bug you now, when you're overtired and jet lagged and you miss the train, or it's gonna come out. And if it's 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 actually really good advice, I think. But That's you know what the advice. tricky thing is it. is if it, let's say you're having trouble with someone's habits, you have to genuinely ask yourself: Is it me or is it them? Sometimes or is it's it both? Them. Sometimes it's both. Well, it's always definitely going to be a, would, like Luke. there are going to be things from both angles that that annoy the other person. Yeah, that's but true. But there are deal breakers, and you have to know like, yeah, wait, is, what the, your is this a deal breaker, are, yeah. or am I being unreasonable? Right. It's hard to walk that line, but a year, I think, rule number four, as I've always said, I mean, ask anyone, I've always said this. Rule number four about weddings is make sure you live together for a year. That's rule number three. No, we just made that rule when you were in the bathroom. Then what's rule number? Th- I thought the Bill Murray rule was rule number four. No, the rule number four was live at least for a year in the same place. And and if you and if you haven't sorted out, but like, I don't know, whether man. Whether it's compatible I, I, within a year, I know. Then, like, I, assume it's not. But probably. I know. I know people who have gotten married who never lived together, never had sex, and they're 
very oh, happy you together. Can get now. lucky. I'm not saying that. that but you how have much to is do that. how much of that is luck? What are the percentages? I want the math. What do you mean? It's luck? 2019. Yang hashtag Yang Gang. Let's hear Joe, wrong the episode, math. Wrong episode. Oh shit! That's next episode or previous episode. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, we don't know the numbers on this, do we? Do you? Have you read the psychology? What are your What are your studies that you're referencing? Please do share, like, share, and subscribe. Parse through the data, faster, so to speak. No. So let me just <clears throat> say that. Yeah, you're full of shit. I think when I like I I I, I was rewatching Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones! That's your stu- that's your research study, right? Okay, gotcha. and just watching that, like what when um. Rob Stark got married to that girl. What's her name? Big mistake. They had like what? Like three, four people there, right? Um, the point is you have to have some witnesses, but the the, the main idea, and whether this is required or not, it, it it's like an oath. Person. You're right. But you make an oath in front yeah. of the gods and in front of the men. Yeah. And by men, I just mean humankind, whoever's there. Go on. Could be women. And who? Wow. I think, and I think any, women else? should be any, invited to any, weddings. Anyone else? <clears throat> Would you like to clarify? Um, you say so just that, the two genders that I mean. You, you literally okay. say until, he's drawn. A, he's drawn a line it's until clear. death do us part. Like you make a vow to do something, right? And so divorce would be the idea that something about the conditions of this vow changed, so it's valid for me to break out of it, right? Yeah, as in you're a liar. Well, I mean, it depends on the situation. Well, I mean, I mean, li- everybody that breaks a contract legally, or... do, you know, can't admit they. But went would you into admit that making a vow it. in the in the context of a wedding is something a bit more sacred to what it means to be human than mm-hmm. like the painter who signed a contract to finish by this date at your house or something? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> legally, <laughs> See, it's not. <laughs> confused. <laughs> legally, it isn't though. Uh, legally maybe, it isn't but a wedding socially. is partially legal right culturally and socially the other it is. thing that we already said yeah. culture like all these people are showing up by them just being there silent they're saying we agree with what's going on you know right i would I mean show the, really up the best you... thing about me getting married is my credit score went way up really you know, in terms of economics I just, we just had to do too. a credit check for a new apartment and should i say the actual numbers or sure if it's a good number probably not just say, right, it went probably, for, just say it went from good to excellent or fair to good. That works. Or fair well, to let's just say we both have great numbers, but hers is like yeah, just 80 go points higher than mine, which so is a is lot like, what, on the scale. And she was all, she was like, "What? What the hell?" Blah blah blah. And and then she she looked at the mitigating reasons, and it was all because it's like shortened length of available credit. Uh, mm. Like lack of assets in your name, because when we got married, I was I was just a cash based guy. Like I just <laughs> I, <laughs> that's how you describe. Uh, that's a great. Way that's to how describe you describe Johnny. your mid twenties. I was a cat. I was just from a twenty cash to twenty five. Yeah, Johnny was a cash kind of guy. <laughs> Luke and I shared an apartment. He paid. And we it. Didn't he, trust, he rented in cash. <laughs> yep, and he he didn't. We didn't trust the landlord, so he always paid his rent in checks, and I would just give him a wad of smushed up twenties from my cash jobs. I've always it looked had. like it was like sock twenties. <laughs> Worse was. off 20s because <laughs> yeah. I worked at a kitchen and I just once I like saved shit, up enough rent, I put that in a sock and then that rent sock went in one side of the drawer and all the other money in that drawer <laughs> was just me money. Step because that's three. how I lived. Step three, that was always my have some sock money. Always have some sock money squirreled <laughs> away because no, no, no. you you might have to have a joint bank account, so you got to have uh, some sock money squirreled. I think no, no, it'll no, be no, worth the, the sock time money to edit was, out was how I paid the rent separately. Sometimes the sock. Sometimes that sock didn't get full until way too close to when rent was due. But you had to not take money out of the drawer until the sock. Now you got a stew going. 
But that's but why so, that's why you so should So that was my form of finances. Money. So once I got married, my wife was like, that's absurd. You have to be an adult like wait, wait, I am. Wait. And Johnny, she made are you me telling your wife for, said that's absurd? You have to be an adult? <laughs> but for that's a, a good, year, a and you know, part of marriage is, is you have someone you trust to force you out of your comfort Johnny, zone. Johnny, can I ask you a very, you. very it's serious true. question right now? And I couldn't get a credit Johnny. card. Hold on. Before we got married, I couldn't get a credit card. I tried to go to the bank. They said, no, you don't have enough credit. I was like, but I have like a thousand dollars in your account, in your bank right now. Can you just give me a credit card with like a $500 limit? And they said, no, we don't trust you. I was like, all right. So I was <laughs> I like, like, who do I, like I go to? They said it very personally like yeah, that. Yeah, Johnny said, oh, I would like to open up a credit card. No, we don't trust you. They could have just said, yeah, the computer says no. Because oh, sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, meet yeah. the requirement. But the humans put that screen there so they can blame the computer. It's the people yeah. deciding. Ultimately, uh, when it's an edge case, I so think So they the said, try decide. another bank, and I tried another bank, and then that <laughs> bank said no, and I told them, I, they said to try another bank, and I, don't think you I tried said I did already, and so they said, oh, well, why don't you try, like, Target or Kohl's or Home oh, Depot? God. I was like, this is bad when the, the the money store says you should go to the lumber store to get money, <laughs> to get our services, because you're not also, ready for money store. What are you going to do, like spend money at Home Depot that you don't need to spend to build up your credit? <laughs> right? It's like Buy I rent your groceries an apartment. at Home Depot? <laughs> what do I need it's Home Depot? Wood. Or like Target. It's like it's really fiber. the place where people buy candles and tubbleware. I'm going to let them be my creditors, because the professional creditors That's scary, don't yeah. trust me. I got denied at Target and Home Depot <laughs> and Kohl's, though. <laughs> did it <laughs> there's more to this story yeah because oh. and it's because they're like you're 26 you have no credit and no assets i had no bad you're credit, cash though, guy <laughs> but i had no credit at all and they were just like we don't trust you because we don't know you we have no way to how know you, you how are you supposed to and get so credit you're done you not only that the, the guy <laughs> i finally went back to the bank and told them i was like can i reapply he's like oh i don't think you want to do that and I said, Another why? Hard check. Said, it, will, yeah. it will hurt your credit score. It hurts your credit every time you apply and get denied. I was like, shit, I've done that like six or seven times so far. How do I get credit? Is you need experience to get the job, but you don't have, you can't have a job yeah. for the experience. It's one of those loopholes. Yeah. And then I finally, get, so we get married. And that was also on the report, credit report Kara got recently. It said uh, too frequent checking or something, or uh, uh, too uh, high frequency of applications was why my score was lower than hers because it took me a while to get it. Because yeah. it looks as like soon you're as we got married, money, you're like, I got to get my fucking Home Depot fix, man. Right, because you're a heroin <laughs> So as soon as we got married, we dumped our wedding gift money into a bank account. And it was a lot of money for us, like a few thousand dollars. It was more than I've ever had in my name. And we, as a cash went, guy, yeah. We went to a bank and we said, we're, we're, we said we just got married and we want to open us up a savings account here. And they said, why this bank? And Kara said, because my new doctor job direct deposits into your bank. And so they went, oh, okay. And then they immediately approved me for a That's credit such card. That's a Caroline, Cause, yeah. Because I was married to a doctor. So I got, oh, and my credit limit started off higher than hers based on me being associated with her. Does that make any sense? Yeah, of course it does. Yes. Your assets are combined. You're legally married. So but that... my credit, even though her score is higher than mine, they trust me to lend me more money. Yeah, because you've duped somebody who's a real human into signing on to She's a lifetime smart. partnership. She's a doctor. So. Either, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she married you, so like they must have missed something in the numbers about you. Wait, I, <laughs> I Johnny... definitely, I definitely feel a lot more legitimate being married. Like trying to rent well, an apartment, the application process and stuff. Just her filling out her name first as Doctor Labriola. I, it's like it's so much easier. You know, I don't have to deal with some Craigslist asshole. I can yeah. go through like an actual rental agency. Johnny, yeah, I, yeah. I still need to ask you a very serious question. Okay. Are you telling me, can you say, can you confirm that you do not 
have a sock full of money squirreled away somewhere. Not a sock. <laughs> Not it's a all single all, sock. Ah all, all right. So rule number three was always have a sock. Of always money. have a sock of money squirreled away. Yeah. Um, Figuratively, that could be like gold doubloons. I might have several envelopes of of money in different currencies hidden throughout. Um, let's just say the domestic United States. That's as as specific as I want to be. Is that where those coins came from? You You mean the ones that fall out of your ass when you wake up from bed? No, I do have probably about five hundred dollars in just cash hidden throughout the world. Yeah, here. One hundred three. Maybe we'll do a scavenger Uh, hunt. We should do the last couple. Last couple of rules. We got a few more rules, but I wanted to remind you guys about the ice cooler contest we had at this after party wedding. Oh God! Oh, you're that's such part a lunatic. Of, that's lunatic. part of what I said at the beginning of the episode, though. <laughs> about uh, a, a wedding is like let's have a drinking competition to celebrate our friends or our families. Oh. Like, like I think something primal awoke in me, like from like it did. my it ancestors' does. weddings in the fucking 1400s or yeah, something, where they were. Th- so, uh, long story <laughs> yeah, short, the, the water work, cooler okay. contest was there was this giant cooler coffin cooler yeah of of beers and ice and that had melted down to just you know titanic sea water of ice and and water it was cold like half hell. ice half water cold yeah. as hell so luke got into these ice cold, multiple competitions and i just said this is hilarious i'm gonna time all this shit of who could hold their hand in the ice water the longest and i think this should be rule number two about planning a wedding if the person you're competing against you're six minutes into I put my hand in to get a beer for three seconds, and I said, ow, that's cold. When you're six minutes into a, keeping your hand in the ice water competition. That was the third time I did it. And I, On the third time <laughs> that you do it, and the person who you're competing against laughs and says, hey, we should just sign a truce and say we both win. They're about to give up. And you hold steady. Oh, she yeah. was about to give up because I was freaking out. Though. Yeah, I would have. So won my wife if I was held playing strong. the hold you your hand you in the totally ice. But I also hard. thought yeah. when Johnny, you, you were totally like, "Hey, Carrie, on. you ne- might need to use your like your surgeon hands." And I was like, <laughs> "Hey, Luke, you're a musician." <laughs> also, that. yeah, it was just dumb, and we were all drunk enough. And I was like, "People, die I was drunk of, enough like, to hypothermia do all the time. Yeah, drinking. <laughs> That's why I was timing it because I was curious. I would have gone like 36 minutes before like." I sobered up enough because I was just sitting. No, wait, I'm not near, next to a cooler. I probably would have cracked a beer. <laughs> you could just crack a beer in the cooler. Never mind. Also, the breathalyzer got brought out, and we started like oh having I, contests about that. I don't think that was uh, accurate. It turns out it was. How? The only inaccurate thing. Joe, is you know what Jonathan Franks has to say? Because people are supposed it's to wait 15 minutes. Oh, I was blowing right. hard. What? You were right. Our research found a published. You know what Jonathan Franks has story. to say? Is this yes. rule number two? Yes. <laughs> Are you, no, yes. rule number two is don't give up Someone on the ice store. game thing if they offer you oh, a truce. never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Never, ever, ever give up. Unless you're, Rule number two. Unless never, you're, ever, ever give unless up. Unless your significant other sucks, then get a divorce. Get the fuck out. No, I mean, the Japanese definitely should have given up after My advice is instead of yeah. getting a divorce... Yeah. See that problem earlier and don't get married. Oh, thanks. So that's great advice. Great. Oh, why didn't you just avoid the war? Uh, that's do you guys want to? Do you guys now. know what the rule is if you want to get divorced in North Carolina? Uh, do you, is you it fuck the a mo- pig? I don't know. The Mocklin shit where you have to stab the person. Yeah, you in the just chest. kill them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how we do it here. No, uh, <laughs> you have to live in separate homes. You have to domiciles. Have no, you have to live in separate one domiciles year before you're legally allowed to divorce. Um, is that just be- like what if there's like state law something else like you can be like oh she's sleeping with her boss like yep you can beat the shit out of your spouse and the cops come and give you a restraining order the divorce doesn't get finalized Morning. until one year do you think you that's even- a good or a bad thing 
I think it's a terrible bullshit Southern. Do you think divorce like, should be like nonsense. easier or harder? Hey man, what? I think that law dates back to when it was harder for a woman to go out and get oh, a place on her gotcha, own and find gotcha. a job to support herself, so she had to stay with her. Oh, abusive that makes sense. They they have but, to be able to say, "Oh, you have a situation that is." But I think it's under the guise of like, "Don't relatively. be rash and ruin your family planning." It's some nonsense, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's because I, I know a friend. She moved here from Texas because her husband, who was a shithead, had a job in North Carolina, and uh, I think he cheated on her within like three months of moving there. And so she moved out because she had to move out because even though she couldn't afford it because she wanted to divorce him and she realized I have to wait a year from when I can get my own apartment. So she was just going to like, you know, because there's lots of unhappy people who are roommates while they're getting divorced, you know, because it unnecessarily slows certain situations down. And so she had to do it all backwards and it affected everything from your credit or to you know what I mean? Because your spouse can go out and get credit cards, even not in your name, just in their name. They can get like a shared credit. thing, like and right, and yeah, yeah, your shared assets can freeze up, or you know, like all your stuff. Like if you want to argue, this is my stuff, that's your stuff. What if they you start selling shit on Craigslist or whatever? Right yeah. before that year passes, and you, you get to settle things in divorce court, and then she found somebody who she she wanted to get married to, and she's like, "Well, we gotta wait." And that poor fucker was like, "Oh shit, now I've got to be like on team this against that." Like I didn't. You know. <laughs> Right, and it's just it's an absurd rule, especially they did not get married in this state, but they live in this state, and if you stay in the state, that's how you have to do it to sue for divorce. Crazy. See, my idea, I, I don't know about whether divorce should be easy how many, or hard. How many wives do you think you're allowed to have, Luke? I, I'll, I, my idea about don't marriage answer, don't would, answer that would, question. Be, would be a one-wife situation. And I no, think, no, no, not, not ideal. How many do you believe you are allowed to have? Like, Why does the state have the right to tell me how many wives I can have? Um, Where do they get off? I'm not. I'm not sure that um, I have thought about that. But my instinct would say that that probably there's something that that is more stable about um, a monogamous relationship, roughly speaking, where people. How how is that the state's business though? What I'm how saying is, like the, is the state business? would have business in that to say, hey. If this is a really stable way for people to live their lives, then we will benefit them by, you know, making it a legal, um, you know, they, they will get benefits legally by by being married. Um, because, like I said, there's like the personal, spiritual, all that stuff version of, of, of marriage and why there's benefits. Faster, faster. But there's also like the legal part, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but if if both my wives agree that they want to share half of their wait, stuff no, no, with no. each if, other why, why on top of me, why can't a girl have two husbands? Right, right. Why what? not? If everybody, if all parties are willing, see, and all what, sign off limit? on the marriage, is there any limit to the total number of people that can be grouped together? I mean, yeah, there's only so many people. So my my like I the legal part of marriage is whatever it is, but the thing I've come to is sort of thinking of it as a it's a vow that you say the breakup option is off the table. We have it's to not. solve these problems. It's not, though. I know it's not, but that's that's the legal part. I'm saying it's it's the truth you tell each other, the sort of story you tell each other that you're going to live by is that whatever chaos and suffering and crazy shit that we encounter in the future, the idea would be that breakup is off the table. 
So that's a weird way to look at it to me because I see it more. I as don't just, see it. I, I see I, that as the strongest, like like support beam that's holding up the concept of marriage. It's that. It's that I, I I will not leave this situation no matter how rough the storm gets. I'll stay here unless death is the thing that does us part. Till death do you? Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. But it's an expectation. It's about shared expectations is the biggest part, I think, because my wife and I both know what the other one could do to make us leave. And it's pretty much just cheating on the other one, you know, or, or, or trying to hurt. Like if she started hitting me, or abusing me physically or mentally, I would I I, I would leave. Well, she started smoking four packs of cigarettes a day. Um, no compromise. Can't go down th- to three. <clears throat> Doesn't I would I would I would be fine. I would be like, don't kiss me with your cig breath, but like I'll stay married to you. Doesn't this come down to the same problem of like when you take a vow with someone? If in ten years they're nobody, I even even remotely identical to the person you made the vow this to. This is what we were talking about in the Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. Love is the death of duty. You come back to a vow from 10 years ago where I was supposed to do whatever and you say, well, this is a different person with different priorities, different goals. It's not the same person I made the vow to do or the oath to do I keep that oath, right? Oh, it is true. A, a wedding, a marriage is something you you re, you renew your vows every day. By agreeing I think, to, to I think in any healthy relationship, you're oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of wedding marriages out there. Where I would say ideally, spoken right? and unspoken. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of marriages where people aren't trying anymore, and then either they just die unhappy or, or it fizzles out and they get divorced. When people stop but, trying, it's like a fruit rotting on the end of a tree. Right, it's not going to end well, and so you definitely do have to try every day. And I mean, maybe someday I'll wake up or my wife will wake up and just look at me and be like, "I got nothing. I'm out." Not <laughs> a gas, like I'm done, and that's and that's. I mean, that's fine, you know. She's a person, but uh, that can happen. Out. But my theory about that totally is that happen. the warning signs about that were probably like a year prior, and you probably could have like sorted it out if you like. Yeah, I mean, what day do you become an alcoholic? Is there a specific exactly. day? Exactly, oh, it's, it it's June always a sliding, no. a sliding scale into into that kind of thing. Although you just realize all of a sudden all your friends are drunks and you don't remember where your car is and it's been days. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's not like a, a defining moment. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. I mean, sometimes there is a moment that stands out as like so I've arrived. Luke's rule number two would be uh, no divorces, right? That's no rule sound, number right? two was don't give up on the ice game. Oh, I'm never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. We need a rule number one. You. What's rule number one about planning a wedding? Never get divorced. <laughs> never. Get- <laughs> <laughs> is that it uh, are we are we done Johnny. we cut out why not I don't think oh Johnny. there you are Johnny what's so what's the number one rule of do you have a would you rather Johnny this is rule number one baby I don't know how much we could play but we're doing five second intervals. This is um, yeah, this is fair hit, use, right? Hit pause you didn't see that coming, did you? We're analyzing. It. I, I we're we're talking about. Guy. We're doing music analysis. It's fair use. Never give up. That's uh, rule number one. Oh shit! All right, so rule Joe's number rule number one is never give up. No, no, that, wasn't that rule number two? Wait, is this the, wedding never, advice? He literally or said rule number advice? two was never give up <laughs> in the ice bath. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Uh, like rule number one is like share and subscribe. Is that rule number one? <laughs> Why not? How about if this? You would you rather this be married? Long, you're not expecting a rule number one. Would you rather be married to a genie? Yes. 
or Bordis. alone for the rest of your life? Oh, definitely married to a genie. Fuck yeah. Really? Um, I think I would, I, I scare myself a little bit with the thought of it, but I of, think I'd be being married to a genie? No, I think How about I'd be this? Pretty, How about this? Pretty... You either get married to a genie or a saint. Does the saint have genie powers? Wait a second. You gave me the option of being alone, and now you've taken that away all of a sudden? Yeah, you're getting married no matter what. Oh, my God. That's uh, the worst. Don't, don't. Oh, God. Why are you? Why are you what did he say? Oh, God. Luke. <laughs> God damn it. He was being benevolent. You reneged on your deal, you cheap motherfucking genie. Wow. All right, so would you rather oh, be God. the handicapped spouse, <laughs> the, the legless spouse of a genie or a saint? Luke, that's the new question. <laughs> or a saint. He has to become a saint. No, 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 your spouse is a saint. You have no legs in this scenario because you're being a dick. Then why don't you take away my arms, you fat piece of shit? All right, so you blue Luke motherfucker the stump can decide who he wants to marry. Joe, you, four-limbed Joe, as they're going to call you, uh, wh- which would you pick? Uh, when you say saint, I have a genie question. Do you mean a like a Christian saint, or do you yeah. mean somebody who's just the bomb, like somebody who's no, awesome. like an actual saint? They performed some miracles. They have some kind the of miracles blessed. are real in this. Wait, can I ask? Mission. I guess if genies are real. Wait, yeah. can I ask a serious? Uh, right. Let's get serious for a minute here, a second here. Can I ask a really serious question? Yeah. Are they hot? Uh, in both cases, they are. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Which one's hotter? I mean, that's subjective. I'm not going to get in your head oh, here. Oh, but the genie could snap its fingers and be whoever I want, right, if I please the genie. Right, yeah. I mean, you can't just demand blowjobs all the time in any relationship. There no, but I, I, if, if, I, if, I, if I sate the genie well, I can ask for as many blue G's as I want, right? Right, but you might have to, like, rub the genie's head. You're marrying a girl that genie wispy who said thing that. that. I just want blue G's because I don't know what a blue G is, but a genie could do it. A genie could give you all the blue G's it wants. Right, mm. he's, they have, he's got a point. Do they have legs, a genie? It, they no, that's why. Their that's why I said to Joe, you might have to like caress the wispy tail that connects right. to the lamp right, or whatever. Right, that might be their sex. Maybe organ. the tail kind of like wisps around your dick and like <laughs> hugs and ebbs and flows. And all right, so I, Luke's already got the wedding night or I'll morning do the genie. worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. But you don't have limbs. Yeah, but I still have a dick. <laughs> right. Do you really think you'll be a rewarding spouse to a genie if you have no limbs? Uh, you can I, I try. Don't, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I mean, you kind of set yourself up. Like, don't act like these questions are coming out of the blue, Luke. You did this to yourself. They are coming out of the blue, you fucking genie. <laughs> He's right. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. So, Luke, would you rather be happily stumped unmarried uh, to... <laughs> All right. So, rule number one is to uh, not... Piss off the genie when yes. he's trying As to get always. Some yes. marriage. That's the genie that trick of girl. this episode. Was Actually, I, I want to give some advice and let's make this rule number zero then. Yeah, we need this a rule is, number uh, zero. The countdown to zero. Yeah. In the Orville, he's gonna hang up. Seth MacFarlane's uh-huh. character was giving the best <laughs> advice ever, which was like he like his ex wife was dating someone new and and this guy was just like this perfect guy, never got angry, like very balanced, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And Seth MacFarlane goes you Joe's can't be up. perfect. Like, girls don't like perfect. Don't be perfect. Oh, he goes, oh, be a dummy sometimes and be a really big dummy like once in a while. But whatever you do, don't be perfect whatever, all the time. Yeah, don't be yeah. perfect. And Great I was like, oh, perfect. that's actually decent advice. And luckily, I do that naturally. I'm dumb sometime naturally, and I'm really dumb a few times naturally. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Rule number zero. And this has been <clears throat> 11... 
guides to throwing the proper wedding. I'm trying to give him a chance to hang up, but he won't do it. I don't know what Webster's to do. Webster's Dictionary defines wedding as the fusing of two metals <laughs> with a hot torch. Well, you know something? I think you guys are two metals, gold medals. I think I'm going to say that at a wedding whenever I Because he clearly mi misread welding for wedding. Well, wasn't that also a scenario where he <laughs> was in no position to be giving a toast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was not supposed to be talking. They, they tried to structure it so that he couldn't and talk. And they take away the mic eventually, I yeah. think. Yeah. If we're fairly When angry. he gets sexual about it, yes. Yeah, so and I also the whole starting a speech with Webster's yeah. Dictionary defines like... Yeah. You Googled it. That never worked. Worst, yeah. Worst you know a lot of blog posts speech. start with that. It's like... Webster's Dictionary defines, like, you know, whatever as the blah, blah, blah. No, it's Dan, like, Dan Harmon said it best in Community. He says, Webster's D Dictionary defines is the Jim Belushi of opening lines <laughs> yeah. for speeches, which is just a dig at Jim Belushi, too, because he's a piece yeah. of shit. But um, all right. So I guess that's it. Can we just say bye? Do we have to do the hang-up game? Can yeah, we be I'm, civilized? I'm fine with just saying, we saying don't bye, guys. We technically have to do oh, yeah. you, can, you can do the wrap-up at the oh, end. Oh, that's oh, fine. Oh, Right, yeah. Uh, so I guess they're going to giggle, and then you'll hear them after me. Uh, go ahead and gloat, but it's not about the winning. I, I'm very, I have a very happy domestic life. I've already won. Um, and if you're really thinking about a wedding, probably not the right place to go for advice. Maybe we should label this a drunk tank. We kind of rambled. Uh, I do stand by the flowers thing. It's kind of a waste of money, unless you're marrying a florist or a lady who really enjoys a nice flower. It's a dead thing in the middle of the table that you have to stare at, is how my wife put it. Uh, it's one of the reasons I married her. So think about it. And just remember, no, uh, two bits of advice I am going to give, I forgot, is nobody cares what Corinthians says about love. It's a book written by a bunch of racist old shepherds from 2,000 years ago. You know, the whole love is kind, love is this. I, I, we get it, all right? I don't need to hear what Corinthians is saying about it. Uh, and two... That weird, like, white cake, the spongy white cake with that raspberry, like, um, like jism cream in, in the middle. I've never liked any of it. Like, who likes that cake? Like, the fondant kind of frosting that gets, like, hard because they made it the night before and it's just sitting out because it's huge. That's, does, does anyone even like those cakes? Just get to order a bunch of pies. We got, like, a dozen really nice pies from this pie stand. Maybe like 20 pies. So there was variety. You know, raspberry cake. I hate raspberry. Well, go fuck yourself. This way, you got peach cobbler. You got strawberry rhubarb. People can pick and choose. So that's the only actual advice I'm going to give it all in this podcast. And I uh, hope you've made it this far. You don't hate us or yourself. And if we scared you out of getting married, then maybe you should take some time to think about it anyways. If uh, we were able to dissuade you, life's going to be harder than this. So thanks for listening. And uh, like, share, subscribe. Later, thunkers. All right, we definitely won. <laughs> <laughs> we were all. I couldn't tell if he was going for the hang up or if he was. Like, I always, I'm always gonna hang up. We, you know, how many times this happened at that wedding weekend where you believe something I said and then you real, I said, yeah, no, that's a lie, and you said, and I said, of course I'm lying. I'm yeah, always yeah. lying. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm always going to lie. Like, in a very Dennis way, it's like, of course I'm not going to follow yeah. through with what I said. I, what you did you think I was going to follow there through? Was, it's so funny <laughs> you say that. There was definitely at least two points where I said, of course I'm lying. Well, Luke. you were making bets lying. to me. You're like, if you do this, oh, yeah. I think you wanted me to, like, poop uh, I, somewhere. No, I, well, it? yeah, that's plausible. But I also got you down. I negotiated you at one point 
down to $220 to do a toast. In oh, front you of wanted me to like people. get up there, take the microphone and do a toast. Do a toast, but but to the, the podcast. Be like, yeah. And uh, promote the podcast yeah, as part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah as yeah. part That's of the what toast. You were just, doing, yeah. just do something along the lines of, uh, I'm so happy to be here tonight with all our friends and family and these great people who were so thrilled to share our podcast with, especially if you are a f- <laughs> listener coming to us like, for the first time yeah. just turn it into a shameless self i think you started asking around our table and, and tried to raise money i was trying to raise event. money that's right that did happen it got yeah. up to like 150 yeah and i was saying i want at least 400 yeah you should have done it um even for 400 i remember i said at 400 dollars, if you raise that much but what are the consequences? i will start to consider it what are the consequences well I, I would really none. want to make sure that the consequences I'm not are too, like, breaking any like subtle rule that would prevent me from getting paid. The consequences are, oh, I would have never paid you a dime. That's what I mean. <laughs> I would never make a bet with you. I assume you you've already found a loophole. You shouldn't. So there's a little genie. I remember in saying to you at the at the wedding, like, damn, you're like halfway to genie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we discussed how Johnny's, uh, what if that's the true trick of the podcast? It turns out that I was the genie the whole time. Oh, yeah. And I was licensing yeah. it out. I can't say license. All right. We're Lights, done. Light. Yeah. Uh, I can't either. All that, right. Well, thanks. Thanks for listening. I also wanted to say there was like a problem person at the wedding. And we, there was we a were playing person. this prank on each other where oh, like. God. This person would come over to our group and start talking and like all of us, like all but one in that group would kind of make eye contact and quickly run away and like dump this person on the other person who would get stuck in like a 10 minute like conversation. But I felt bad because then it just became let's torture Luke. Well, you guys were better at it than (laughs) I was, I think. Yeah, we, well, we, I, I'm a little bit too agreeable of a person. You are. When someone like that comes over, I just want to make them feel comfortable and like. I just I'm trying to calm them down. Be like, yo, yeah. yo, 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 stop you, talking. You, you accept calm it down, as a take challenge. A See, I just I just don't respond. I just ignore it because I'm like, I don't want. to But then play I that hate game. myself afterwards when I'm like laughing at their jokes. Oh, I hate myself all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. I hate myself more. That's your problem. Yeah. See, I hate myself equally across all. I time think you frames. should only get married. Rule number negative one: <laughs> only get married to people who hate you. <laughs> all right we're done <laughs> okay uh, uh please oh like, you share, already heard Johnny. Yeah. this is us now yeah we win okay uh happy wedding happy wedding <laughs> and if you do get married um, uh, good luck take to it you seriously yeah. yeah no and yeah if you don't get married it's okay yeah have a vow to yourself and join us last week for episode <laughs> andrew yang <laughs> debate like Tomorrow share and subscribe night. ubi oh god uh All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Funk Tank podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special drunk tank uh, feed of episodes so every few episodes we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky silly uh, whateverness so there's a separate RSS link you can get from there and if you put that into a podcast player you'll get your own separate feed of only the drunk tanks I think we have about 6 or 7 of them out already and more to come thanks for listening and stay funky <laughs>